Hey everyone, welcome to season four of Her Community 2 with me, your host, Katherine Carella, where we talk about politics, business, family, and everything to do with her. Also, Her Community 2 is brought to you by Lake Insurance. After all, let's face it, we all need insurance. Lake Insurance has all the insurance you need, personal and commercial insurance, home and building insurance, health, Medicare, and dental. You'll never overpay for life insurance. Call them today at 1-855-LAKE-INS today, or you can visit them at lakeins.net. That's 1-855-L-A-K-E-I-N-S for savings that will totally blow you away. Good evening, everyone. We got a really special treat tonight. Now, I know a lot of people, they want to talk about politics, they want to talk about sex trafficking, uh, they want to talk about scandal. But I thought today would be a lot of fun because I am, for one, am really big on etiquette. And it peeves me to no end when somebody doesn't spell right. I'm an English major, English lit major, double major. And my biggest pet peeve is when I see misspelling or grammatically incorrect sentences. I don't say anything because Facebook, we just do it in a rush. But to me, uh, knowing how to put a sentence together and also spelling is huge. So, um, but again, everybody's in a rush and that's the thing. Is it, what's the protocol when you text with all these acronyms and uh, abbreviations and everything? So tonight's guest is, I met her through Facebook. She's got her own Facebook group, which is quite big, um, about social etiquette and it's just manners. It's just, it's amazing. I love, I love watching her questions and the reaction. She's got a huge following. Her background uh, is hotel management. She's a pro call and special events coordinator uh, for Georgetown University. She was just telling me, I'm like, so, okay, wow. She really knows her stuff. So welcome, Joelle Bailey. Thank you for <laughs> inviting me. I, I love your show. I've been watching you for years and people have to understand Facebook and social media do connect people together and we could use it for good. We could use it for bad. We could do it for networking, but I am so happy to be here on the show. I am so glad you agreed because this is something that the generation, which is, I believe Z generation Z, maybe millennials are lacking the etiquette and manners that are so needed for today. We live, yes. in a, we live in a civilized society and we would get, a, you know, I saw an old movie yesterday. It's called Life with Father. It's about a stern New York family patriot with his, the wife and the four kids. And I, it just amazed me how well they are mannered. I'm like, I just like, the, you know, and I'm like, I'm so glad I asked you to be a guest because it's just been on my mind. So what made you get into that field, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I come from a background that my parents always told me, if you find a problem and you know there's a problem, don't come to us with a solution. So I'm gonna make a long story short. I was dating this gentleman who had a wonderful daughter and she was like the wild child. I love her to death. Now she is Miss Successful, but when I went to my stepmother about the problem, she said, instead of saying she was raised by wolves, mm -hmm. um, why don't you teach her? I was like, me? You know, I don't do kids. Right. And mind you, I, I didn't have kids until almost 40. So if I was dating a gentleman, he had kids, I was like, I always look at the kids or I look at his manners. And she told me, instead of you complaining about it, do something about it. So I come from the background, instead of complaining, do something about it. So I decided to teach her etiquette because I know I had certain type of friends. We go to certain type of events and, you know, believe it or not, a lot of people do not know how to eat with a fork and knife. So it started out, okay. I'm going to teach her. And now let's go back. One day I'm hanging out with her father. We're at a wonderful black tie event. 
you know, I think I was, at, I, I think, I don't remember what embassy. We was at some embassy. And one of the father's friends who was an attorney turned around and said, Shawel, what is this thingamajig? I said, what? Wait a minute. <gasps> I said, the silverware. I said, hold up. Oh, my goodness. Do this the right way. So I decided at a black tie dinner to help some of my friends to eat the proper way so that we're not use other people's silverware. So <laughs> this whole thing started like, what is this thingamajig? And then at this time, you know, my late 30s, I got to get a husband again. I was like, okay, okay, let me be nice to this beautiful young lady now. So I decided to teach her etiquette. So this is where it basically came from. And since my background is catering, hotel management, you know, anything under the sun, I had my own company for years in New York. And I said, you know, this could blend well. And I said, okay, let me start in my own backyard. That's how that went. Wow. Okay. This whole funny etiquette thing started. And then I met one of my girlfriends, you know, um, that I know for years. She's a teacher. I was like, okay, let's teach people. But this is the thing. When we were growing up, our parents, our mother, our grandfather taught us this. But we're so busy, hustle and bustle, working two jobs, single home, single parent. Right. Nobody's teaching the kids. And guess what? The adults need to learn themselves. So I don't go and talk about the whole etiquette aspect. I'm starting with the basic that I think, you know, everybody forgot is basically sitting at a table and knowing how to eat with a fork and knife, saying thank you, excuse me. And then you could take this whole thing and basically brings into dating, catering, update, anything you could think of, you have to have manners. And that's how it all started as fun. And then I decided to say, hey, let me educate some of my friends because they don't know. And once you know, you could do better. If you know better, you do better. And that's how it all started. Just fun and educating my own friends and basically my stepdaughter. You know how it is when you're singly trying to impress. Right. So that's basically how it happened. And then I never looked back. And that was about 25 years ago. Wow. You know, I... I've always was into that. My parents were very good with uh, with manners, but I'll never forget. I thought my dad did a huge faux pas when I'll never forget my older sister. Her date was coming to pick her up. All her dates, you know, my we everybody had to come to the door. Of course, you That's know. Correct. And this was over thirty years ago. And um, I'll never forget. He came in the house and he had a hat on, and he wouldn't move it. Ooh, he, oh, yeah. And my dad. Right away, he pointed his finger to the door and just said, out, yelled it out. The guy left, but I thought my dad could have said, you know what, can I take your hat? But he did it. My dad yelled and screamed. My dad's an old fashioned uh, man from Mexico, you know, and so my dad was all about respect and manners. All about but it's not your dad's fault because no. he's thinking that you should know that. And again, it comes back to bring it back from the home is start from the home. So of course, you know, he probably didn't get that information, but you know, etiquette and manners start from the home, you know? And they do. I, I remember my friends calling and my dad would hang up on them if they didn't say, hi, this is uh, Susie Q. May I please speak with Catherine? If they just said, hey, yeah. I want to talk to Kat. Forget it. Yeah, That's he fine. would hang up the phone. Like, yeah. So I was, of course, I was a teenager. I was embarrassed. I know. I always thought my dad was like, oh, he's so old-fashioned. Oh, he's so old. I can't even say old school because that wasn't even a word back then. Right. So uh, I just thought he was a little bit too old-fashioned. So what I, I have a series of uh, little um, uh, things here that uh, if you could touch on the social etiquette, because I'm not perfect in all of this. I'd like to think I am, but there's one area where I had to literally learn on my own was last year I became single in 2019, the very beginning. So the whole year 2019, I was actually dating. Now, mind you, it had been almost 20 years since I went on a date before that. So I did online dating. <laughs> Oh my God, I'll pray for 
pray for you. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I'll pray for you. Well, I'm, now I'm back with my ex. So everything is good. We actually reunited and we got back together. But whole last year, 2019, wow. was a learning curve. And so, okay, so let's go with the online dating. Okay, now your <laughs> podcast is only... 30 minutes. We probably got to Oh, no, no, no. Hours. This is, this is good. No, no, no. This is an hour. My, I told my sponsor who I was having a word talking about. And he goes, you need to do an hour on that. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's so sad. <laughs> and I just want to stop you. This is the funny thing. I thought internet dating was, you know, people our age. Okay. But let me tell you, all the young people I don't know why they go to school when they could see people face to face, but you have the whole gadget from 18 to 70 and 80 who's on, who's doing internet dating. And let me tell you, there is a lot of do's and don'ts. And I could say, I probably have a master's in that, oh, no, a PhD in, 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 in uh, internet dating because I've been single for over 15 years. It's sad. Uh, oh my God. It's sad. I'm, I'm so, I'm happy for you that you met your spouse um, again. Um, but it's very hard. As a matter of fact, I'm in so many different groups on Facebook and different uh, sources. All we do is talk about what men should do, what women should do. And it's really sad because, because we have the internet and we have text, texting, right. it's giving, it's making people lazy. And because, you know, you could swipe left or swipe right. I could call you. I don't have to call you. I could cancel or don't have to cancel. We don't hold people accountable. And, and ask me any question. Oh my God, next time we need to do a Zoom meeting and a forum <laughs> so everybody can learn. Absolutely. Bad. Okay, so really online bad. dating. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. <laughs> oh so God. when it comes to online dating, you're chatting back and yeah. forth mm -hmm. on the dating website. How soon should you be exchanging numbers to where you can text each other? Okay, well, I'm an expert. This is the thing. You know, you will know somebody is serious because you could say, hey, this is my number. You could text me. Or he could say, hey, you could, you could, uh, here's my number and you could text me. But follow the lead. And, and, and I could say, I have a brother. So I do understand sometimes men are looking for the woman to say something, just take it one day at a time. You, If the person talks to you for one month, he is a serial dater. Women are serial daters and men are serial daters. So I would say within a week, let's like exchange phone numbers okay. to take it off the line, you know? Okay. Now the problem I had when I did online dating, you know, um, to be honest with you, because I was so busy, with the blog, the podcast, and the cable show. So look, find Mr. Right. And a bar or a mixer or networking was very hard because that's professional and I didn't want to mix that. So I did the strictly online dating. So now my question is... Go ahead. <sighs> okay. Mm -hmm. Who picks up the check? And I'm going to ask you this because my mother, and I believe I wrote this in your group, taught yeah. us women... Two things a woman never reaches for, I'm sorry, a lady, a is lady. the door and the check. Okay. Okay. Well, this is how I say, okay, this is how I say. Now, because women came a long way, and I'm not saying my advice to all the ladies and the men out there who do social dating. Listen, I have the best thing. Meet me for coffee, tea, or a martini. Listen, the only reason I say that the first date, you have, if you buy the coffee or let's say you meet at Star, let's meet at Starbucks. We meet at Starbucks, coffee is $2 or whatever. The check is four bucks. Do not go on a four course date in the beginning. Meet for coffee, meet for tea, meet for soda. Just meet to see if you guys get along. If you guys don't get along, 
or you don't like what he represents, because a lot of men will tell you, well, you know, I'm six feet, or women will say, well, I'm uh, 130 pounds, whatever. If you're not physically attracted to the person in the beginning or the person's missing teeth, we don't have to go <laughs> on another date. True. So if you get to meet the person just to say hello, and if they get to say hello, it's okay. You know, meet for a beer, meet for a coffee, meet for a donut. Just meet for 15 or 30 minutes. Okay, that's good. It, yeah, that's good. So guess what? If you get there, you buy your own coffee. If he buys his own coffee, so even if he doesn't pay for the coffee date, everybody has $5. It's okay. But the key with etiquette, whoever invite the person, basically pay. And the reason why I did this story uh, many times within my blog. Well, I, I, grew, uh, I grew up with that notion yeah, too. Whoever gets invited, yes. But there, today, a lot of men may not make the same amount of money that women pay. But again, if you ask, you pay. But again, most men that I know, I can say 99.3% will pay for the first date. Absolutely. Yes, so, I've, I've always had that experience, the yeah. men paid. Even though they're not the best kind of guys, but they do pay. But again, <laughs> gentlemen, if you're ready, go on dates. You need to put some savings aside because dating is expensive. It's very you know expensive. Yeah. If you don't have no money, don't date. Okay? Because a true lady is not going to pick the tap. I got one of my best friends. I, I, this is so funny. She will say, I'm not the Ruby Tuesday kind of girl. But that means if you're going to take her out, she want to go to something nice. But also, what people need to understand... We're the same ladies that work. We have a profession. We have money. We will take you out on the second or third date as well. It doesn't go one way. But if you want to become a gentleman and want to carry that, you need to pay for the first date. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. That to me just, it sets a tone yeah. that you're a gentleman. Gentleman. Yeah. A lot of people are not born with that cloth. No, they're not. So my next question is this. Okay. I'm pretty sure we all know, but this does happen. So time. you do the online dating, you see yeah. the pictures, mm -hmm. everything looks great. Mm -hmm. Now I did notice, and I don't know why men do it. And I'm sure there's some women do it. Yeah. They will put on their profile pictures of like 20 or 30 years ago. We all do. They, okay. No, not girl. Mm, sorry. I, okay. I'm interrupting. Mm -hmm. But okay. So, but even if they did it, okay. So you go and meet the person. You, you're in the restaurant and you go into the waiting area to, or the bar area mm -hmm. to meet that person. What do you do if he totally does not look like that pick anymore? Is it socially acceptable to go excuse yourself to the powder room and then ditch? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no one needs to do that. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you what women lie about. Women lie about their, their age and their weight. Men lie about their height mm -hmm. and their age and their income. Again. Uh, if you never want to meet the person, you just want to have a pen pal, that's great. Eventually, you're going to meet the person. And um, it, maybe people don't understand what update. Uh, because I've met men who told me, oh, I'm 55. No, brother, you're 65. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, and guess what? And there are some of my friends who are male who are dating. It was like, oh, my God, she told me she was a little bit chunky and you know 160 pounds but the chick is 300 <laughs> we always lie about something but this is the thing you're going to eventually meet the person right. all i say is that you know suck it up meet the person and say okay you didn't represent yourself you don't have to tell them that or you can say oh my god she, you know she said she had, you know, black hair, but she's gray like my grandmother or vice versa. Or he had hair in his picture and now he's bald. It's okay. You don't have, 
whatever you think you don't have to say because people are still people and this all dating online being perfect and Instagram a lot of people are scared about it but trust me you don't want to you you don't want to do anything to anybody you don't want the person to do to you just say hey it's great you know i'm not hungry we could have a drink and then you keep you just keep on moving i and i then, couldn't agree with you more yeah. but trust me to uh order a drink and sneak out the bathroom window like uh, i've done a couple <laughs> of times it's not it's not nice but we're all adults you know and right it, it, let me tell you this it's afraid you you're putting your whole life you know um online and you're hoping that person could like you and some people are afraid some people are scared and guess what young people do it because right now all these young people have the filters oh she had red hair she had freckles no it was a filter so people are afraid and we just have to yeah but do fil- but do but Joel do filters really alter the appearance or yes it does girl oh, okay. oh yeah I, I'm gonna send you a, a link this lady was and listen I, you know I, I'm chunky so I I can say it. this woman sent a link um used to go podcast and zoom and she was a filter and one day she forgot to put her filter so she was 500 pounds but the filter showed her like 120 pounds technology is unbelievable yeah so she had to come clean with her audience and she had millions of people following her they believe that who she said she was you know but you know but yeah it's, it's a scary thing everybody wants to be behind the lens behind the texting people are scared to show you their face their feelings or how they feel because you know hopefully you know some people never want to meet you you know no and that's where and that's um i always put a updated picture i never hide the fact that i'm quote unquote uh full figured or curvy or chunky i always put that in God forbid I really go out there and I but you don't but here in New York I get that a lot like oh my god you're from this oh my god you're from that I don't want them to say uh yeah she's really a hundred pounds heavier than her picture or really she's like that so I always you know brag about and boast about you know the full figure gal the curvy gal because that's who I am yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, and, and there's no shame in that. I'm over 50, so listen, if you don't like Kirby, all right. But guess what? Back in the day, if you didn't have no meat on your bones, yep. you were poor. You yep. know? <laughs> yes. I'm pretty rich right now. We're not doing Oprah, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> I love Oprah, but why the hell she got a Photoshop her cover? Guess that pissed me so bad, you know? Well, because, right, because you don't want to Photoshop too much. It's okay to use a filter to enhance. Like, yeah. I like the filters that make the picture brighter. Yes. That I, I love, or make it warm. There's yeah. a warm filter I love to use because it's just so warm. I don't like HD mm-hmm. because I'm 51, not 21. <laughs> beautiful. Listen, I, my best life. I tell everybody, these young kids thought 20, 30, 40. No, darling, you start living when you become 50, you know? Oh, but oh, again, yes. you know, it's it's a great thing and it's okay. And everybody, you know, should be able to say, hey, that's my preference. But sometimes just because something is your preference, you need to get out of it because you'd be surprised how wonderful people you would meet that's not your preference or may not be your type you know at our age we shouldn't have a type okay the only type we should not have is if you're on the ventilator that's it (laughs) but um young people you know they need to just people are people right you, you just gotta meet with them see if you gel if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Next. Exactly. But eventually, you got to meet the person. 
Well, I did that when I was dating. I I kept an open mind. You know, uh, I didn't have a stereotype or a certain type. I really like opened the floodgates. I'm like, whoever just accept me for who I me am, too. Mm-hmm. then come on. And that I did. Exactly. And I had a great time that whole last year. Okay, so um, let's go over to weddings. Because oh, okay. Weddings have changed yeah. since I first got married in 87. Oh, and then yeah. again in the uh, the 2000s. So yeah. um, it's no longer. Is it? Okay, so what's the... The bottom line, where it's most of it, is because I know back in the day it used to be the bride's parents pay for everything except for the rehearsal dinner. But times have changed. Now there's a videographer, oh yeah. um, there's uh, a DJ and a band, and there's uh, 20 bridesmaids, yeah. and there's, um, I mean, a cocktail hour. I, it's just limo, party buzz. Bachelorette party for three days. The uh, the bachelor party is out of state for two days or three days. <laughs> it's like you got it. You got so it. So what's the socially acceptable for how does the wedding work when it comes to paying? Okay. Well, of course, believe it or not, it's still tradition. The bride's supposed to pay, but now. You know, the bride or the bride's parents, the bride's parents. But right now, it it it, it basically this marriage thing is a make a deal. Okay, you know you could say it's what you could afford. And I tell people, do not go into debt for a wedding because sometimes the debt for one night. That's it for one night. Yeah. Yeah. Do not go into debt for one night. So you have to decide it. First of all, for a wedding, you have to save. If your parents is alive, okay, and they have it, they might help you. But right now, most of the brides and grooms that I encounter, they pay for their own stuff. It's nice to say, hey, mom, you know, here's a 10, you know, I'm going to give you, uh, can you give me a $10,000 check? But tradition is tradition. All I could say, all the mothers that I know in my family, we save and put aside for their daughter, you know? And then, but now couples are saying, okay, we could afford this. I prefer to buy a house. I prefer to buy a, um, put down payment on a house. We're going to do this. But today's couple are coming together and paying for their own weddings. And then they get into the problem of their moms and dad want to buy, you know, half of their friends and their family. Well, that's the question that's coming up next. And, uh, okay. So a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Future John Q. Yeah. They're going to get married. Yeah. Okay. So of course, both families get together Mm -hmm. and they have the guest list. Right. Um, what is acceptable for chopping somebody off the list? Because, you know, you have your general guest list. So then you got, say, 300. But really, you only want to invite maybe 150 or 200. Yep. Okay. So what's acceptable to cut somebody off the list? Well, this is how I look at it. The couples are young people. Some, well, you know, if you're like my age, you know, we got our own money. But young people don't have a lot of money. And let's say it was my daughter or my son, he's getting married. Now I have a couple of my girls, which you're you're gonna be involved. My son is getting married. I'm like, okay, listen, you don't have no money, but I'm gonna invite 50 of my friends and here's the check. I think parents, if they wanna invite their friends and their family, they should give the bride and groom the check to pay for because today's kids they don't really have money they they can't even pay for their rent you know exactly so i think parents if i come from a big family and um my son's dad come from a big family we will say okay isaiah you're getting married we're gonna invite a hundred of our friends and our family so here's a hundred dollars um, really, a hundred people is only fifty guests with uh, with a guest. And a lot of p- parents are working 
being with your kids because today a lot of these uh, young adults they don't have really great jobs they have great careers right. but they don't last and they don't have no money saved so we have to help them so most people that I know they're paying for their own weddings and and their parents are young they were like I'm not going to give you fifty thousand dollars. I plan to go on my cruise. Exactly. So that's yeah, why I was hard. like, "Is there? Is it still? You know that old we, tradition to where you know the family, the the mothers. I mean, the the bride's family pays, and you know it's it's so complicated now. I wouldn't even know what to think. Yeah, but this is the thing because times are changed, and we all have different kind of friends and extended family. Like, for example, my son had you know probably three stepmothers. Hello, you know, it's <laughs> a little bit different. So again, we just everybody have to come in and and have a come to Jesus meeting to say, okay, this is what we're going to give you. This is what we're not going to give you. And this is what you could afford. And then they take it from there. And that's perfect. Now, here comes my next question, because I know times have changed since this uh, ever been in the picture. Um, So the bride, if she's living with her fiance or second marriage, is it or she's had a child? Yeah. Is it acceptable for her to wear pure white? Girl, don't let me start. The va- <laughs> I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic. I am too. I remember I when I got married, I had okay. to wear sleeves, yes. you know, cover the shoulder, you know, because all these girls are wearing, you know, strapless, sweetheart, you know, we're in the Catholic yeah. church. It was a no-no. You had to cover the shoulders. Okay, so we know that. But what about okay. the white business? Girl, listen, I'm Catholic, so I don't want the Virgin Mary to slap me down. But uh, my, I could tell now my mother, oh my God, God rest her soul. She's probably fighting with St. Peter's right now. But she will poke me and say, why is she wearing white? She knows she's not a virgin. <laughs> okay, so my mother would say, she's not a virgin. Why is she covering her face? And why she's wearing white. Okay, today, I just tell every bride, do what you want. If pink is your favorite color, do whatever. You know, and this is the funny thing. In this culture, white is purity and blah, blah, blah. Culture, white is symbolized death. And since we have such a high divorce rate, I plan to wear pink at my next wedding. But um, again... (laughs) Do you do what makes you happy? If you want to wear pants, if you want to wear, but being a Catholic, please, the Pope, please forgive me. But again, do what makes you happy. Because if you want to talk about tradition, you only used to wear white if you was a virgin and, and you have to veil, you know, people are not virgins, but do whatever makes you happy. And even if you don't have a husband and you want to, wear a white dress and get blessed do it life is short do you exactly that's how i felt now i don't know about anybody else but i know we're catholic so we this is we we can't even comment because uh we're catholic but uh do you because there's so many wonderful um cultures that wear red that wear gold that wear every different color black Maybe not. I don't know. But do what makes you happy. Tomorrow's not promise. And, you know, not for nothing. We're in uh, COVID times right now. Do what makes you happy. You may, you know, be healthy if you get COVID. and Or you may be, you know, croak. I don't know. But do what makes you happy. And that's what counts. But also respect your mom, respect your grandmother, respect, you know, respect your mother-in-law because she's going to be your mama too, believe it or not. No, I I agree with you. Okay, so now let's go over to, which is very fascinating, at least to me it is, business. 
etiquette. Oh, Lord. Okay. Mm. Because everybody's a working soul. There's Gone are the days. Very few now are stay-at-home moms. And if they are stay-at-home moms, it's only for a short while. And then everybody goes yeah. back. So, All right. The etiquette for the interview. Okay. First of all, for any interview, you need to do your own homework so you could interview your interviewer. Okay. So you got to research the company. You got to know what the companies stand for. You got to know what, what kind of company they promote, who they don't promote. You got to do your homework. So you have to be the person who's interviewing the company you're going to work for because you're going to get stuck. So you got to do the homework. It's not back like it was back in my day and your day. We had to go to a library. Everything is at your fingertip. Do your homework. Oh, yes. Now, is it acceptable to fudge the resume? And if not, or, or if you do, do they know or do they find out right away? I mean, how does that work? Because you know how back in the day in the 80s, maybe early 90s, you fudged your resume a little bit. You just, mm. you know, I mean, it wasn't anything great. Like you can't fake. Oh, yeah, I got a, a degree in uh, bachelor's of science. I mean, I don't know, but don't so, fake the degree because okay. technology is as a fingertip. But let me give you an example. You know, um, you could always... Whatever job you're going to go after, you probably did it, but not in that particular order. So, okay, simple example. Instead of saying, you know, I plan event. No, I'm a uh, simple, I'm sorry, saying that, oh, I went and got coffee. Well, I'm an event planner. I plan meetings for nine to five. You know, you only order coffee for five meetings, nine to five. <laughs> You're a special event planner. You know, you have to be creative, but also today with technology, you can't lie because all they have to do is go on your social media, go on your LinkedIn and see what you do. You do not have to lie, but you have to be able to research the job that you want. And what I tell young people, whatever job you want to get or build, you have to be doing at the present time. So if I want to be VP in journalism and I'm just only an admin, I have to act like I am the VP of journalism to do that job that I want to do. So you do have to learn the trade, learn the lingo, take courses, whatever you want to do, you got to prepare for it in ahead of time but right now with all this technology uh, they could find out they could they could know if you're lying and that and that actually turns them off doesn't it for potential hiring sure because they know you're fake exactly and i thought that okay so is the best policy i think so there's words you could um you could you know highlight you know, uh, differently. Like when I was growing up, or you was growing up, we had something called uh, All Girl Friday. That means you did yes. everything. Yes. So you like you a gopher, like a gopher. Yeah. And guess what? You need to contact a resume person and say, "Hey, this is the job that I'm applying for." So you have to have several, several resume because not every resume fits for everything. So you need to spend a little money. Number one, uh, get your LinkedIn, get a, not a selfie, but a professional, you know, headshot. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Then you need to get someone who writes a professional resume. You're not a professional resume maker. So you, you do have to invest in yourself and then keep it current. Because right now you're the product people are not looking at your name they are taking your name and google search to see who you are so clean up your facebook your instagram whatever you have because they have people in hr all they do is find you so if you are drinking beer from a keg and you are mooning the world 
better take that down because companies have HR people who check on all social media. So any negative social media you have, smoking weed, uh, mooning the world, or <laughs> some stuff, take it down because that's what you're being judged on. I couldn't agree with you more. I really, truly could. And that's great advice. Now, let's move along to social media, which is huge now, which is huge now. I know my daughter and my granddaughter, they absolutely are on social media all the time. There's old. I was doing TikTok in my kitchen with my granddaughter. She was teaching me some moves. Girl, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. First of all, I'm like, what am I doing here? She goes, just follow me. And I'm like, okay, you know. And let me just give everybody a heads up. I mean, they are 14. They know what, you know, they know what's in. So with social media, what is not acceptable at all? And I'm sure a lot of people know but I don't think a lot of people the right really know because okay. there's so much where people are in Facebook jail yes. or they got kicked out of a group or whatever. So that's some- me. <laughs> so when people like, okay, for instance, today I announced, okay, that I went from Democrat to Republican. I really didn't Woo-hoo! think... I really didn't think it was going to go to 150 or so likes and all these comments. I was like, okay, someone's going to say, okay, yeah, big deal. Okay. You know, so girl, I love it. <laughs> okay. You're going to laugh. Like my old boss always said, I love to death. I'm going to give him a shout out. Kelly Lewis. Hey, there's a left wing and a white and a right wing. We all part of the same bird. It doesn't matter. This is the thing. Just remember, if you love your mama, if you don't want to tell your mother about it, don't put it on social media. Because that's the only reason that I don't tag people or just lose my mind. Because I was like, would my mother agree with this? So I, I don't, I don't do it. You don't want nothing to ever you know um get you back or something for you to be embarrassed about so before you post it think um 15 minutes and then post it remember years ago they were saying if you're angry at someone don't send them an email right whatever you're feeling at that time don't do it uh, do it 30 minutes later because you have a different perspective. But anything you put in the internet, it stays forever. Now, do you want your grandkids or your kids to, let's say they did a search and you stand for something that was like so horrible? You just got to be mindful of what you post and what you don't post because it's you. And if your mom would be proud from the grave or from heavens or from hell or whatever, but <laughs> you know, I'm Catholic. We do believe in hell. Absolutely. So, exactly. So if your mom would be proud of it, do it. If your mom's not going to be proud of it, don't do it. Or whatever you believe in whatever your higher being is um and you don't want to hurt anybody you could express your opinion and you don't need to express everything you feel at that time and guess what i've been good for 10 years but i slipped um last week you know i was like you know i'm mad you just sometimes (laughs) need to walk away And to say, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, I'm going, you know, I'm going to go back and do the Bible thing, which I don't know nothing about. Whoever has, I don't even know. So all my friends who are reverends and pastors is going to get me. But whoever have no sin, throw the stone. I don't even know how that goes. But you have to know that you don't want it 
you don't want to hurt anybody. Or you exactly. don't hurt anybody. The majority just, doesn't want to hurt others, no. you know. We just want to be listened to, like, listen to me. I have something to say. But everything you think about, you don't necessarily have to say. You just have to walk away and say, you know, tomorrow is another day and I will deal with it. So, Absolutely. So, so welcome. So what are you now? The red party? I think for myself, I really don't follow a certain pattern. Um, Whatever makes you happy. Right. Now with social media, is it really social accept- socially acceptable when a person puts who they are in a relationship with or just got engaged to? Well, first of all, do not put who you are engaged to without talking to your parents, okay? <laughs> or your grandmother. Oh. If you take care of your immediate family, well, I don't, this is the thing. Who cares, you know? But just make sure your mom and your dad know who you are engaged to. Before but, they do the post, correct? Before they do the post, yeah. Okay. That, that's what I say. Remember, me and you are old-fashioned. So, oh, you know. I, absolutely. I am so old-fashioned. It's ridiculous. It's not old-fashioned. It's good fashion. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. It's good fashion. I've taught my 14-year-old daughter who is the last one in the nest. And also my granddaughter, I would say, you know, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Why? Why? Because we know we've been, listen, we've been around the block and around the corner and we know, and it's, it's, it's basically we have insight and because we have insight, we want to share and sharing is good because that's how we learn what's right and, and wrong. And if we go back to basic, um, humanity may have a chance but not believing in respect and knowing what's right and know what's wrong eh, for some reason COVID came back to bring us to uh, back to basic and, and I don't mean that by any chance because it's a horrible uh, disease what's going on and I have so much friends who are in the health field but we need to go back to basics stay home wash your hands know your manners care for humanity we have to care for each other want to make it you know what Joelle I couldn't agree with you more I just found it odd that we have to tell everyone wash your hands because I I remember before we went to dinner the first things my mom made sure of we had or the boys which is um i had three brothers they had to wear button-up shirts at the table for dinner and everybody had to wash their hands it was always like that wash your hands wash your hands wash Wash your hands wash your and guess what they live through what we live our mothers and our grandparents live through what we are living now and they made it we got to wash our hands wear our masks respect social distancing this is nothing new it's just coming back and we need to uh abide if we want to be here you know in 2021 so we could throw an amazing party you know absolutely so in closing i just want to ask why do you think manners and etiquette kind of went out the window because we only care about ourselves. We became selfish. It's all about me, 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 me. And we don't think about one another. And etiquette and manners is about thinking um, each other. I love you. I respect you. I'm going to, I am going to show you respect. And we basically um, moved away from that. But hopefully we will bring it back. Um, Manners and etiquette is saying that I care about you. Just like I'm wearing my mask because I care about you. I am taking my uh, elbow off the table because I care about you. Because if I didn't take my elbow off the table, I will knock out 
your your uh, silverware or dishes. <laughs> it's always if you think about somebody else. That's what etiquette matters is because I care about you. Of course. And if everybody care about someone else, we all will be number one. And that's one thing I could say. My mom taught me. If I think about you and I care about you we all care about each other it will be a better place it's all it's so simple we don't have to make it complicated absolutely so in closing um you wrote a book I, I, I wrote a book <laughs> no I didn't write a book my my one of my greatest friends um uh, Cheryl Parkinson, we wrote a book, an etiquette book to teach um, young adults, no, not young adults, toddlers, we got to get them from young, <laughs> to basically uh, eat at the table, table matters, and it's going to be coming out in the fall, and it's, it's basically fun, so we figure if the parents would read to the kids, so the, the parents we get some manners and the kids will get some manners and we could call it a day. We got to take everything back and start from the home. And again, it's fun. And guess what? I'm going to send you a couple of dozen copies to send to your followers. <laughs> and listen, we got to start them young. We're talking about two years old, okay? That's you know what? We have to. And I was we just discussing to. with my daughter, who's 14, that she's already got it down pat. When she goes with me to a political fundraiser, right away, she's oh got God. her hand out. I know. I'm Alexa her. Brady. I know. And it's just like she knows already. She knows how to do the small talk. She's incredible yeah. for 14 years old. But I've taught her this is how you introduce yourself and this is how yeah. you start conversation. Yeah, we got to go back to basics, and I love. That's why I, I've been following you for years. <laughs> <laughs> I love your show. I love what you represent, and girl. Let me tell you, you're not a grandmother. You're a glam mother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love being. I, I have to say this. I never wanted a cute nickname. I love the term grandma. I my no, it's heart, grandma. It's glam. It's glam. <laughs> my heart beams when my granddaughter says grandma, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so cute. I so, was like, I, you, you know, I, I I saw your picture. I was like, why is this chick trying to be old? She knows she's young. No, you're glam. G L A M. Grandma. You're not the first person to say that, but I love that. I love the term grandma. I can, uh, Glamma, glam. <laughs> I love it. I love it too because you know what? Gone are the days where the typical grandmother is walking with a cane. That's, That's not, not like you. It. Okay, Marilyn <laughs> okay. Monroe. Okay, Grandma. No, I'm still wearing the heels. I'm still wearing the makeup and doing the yeah. hair. <laughs> I can't believe when I saw you post. When I saw you post, you was a grandma. I was like, okay, is she smoking crack or something? She's not a grandmother. <laughs> when did she start at 10? And, you know, I love it. I love it. You look fabulous. I love it. I love grandkids. They have a totally different, they put you in a totally different perspective, which is nice. And, yeah. and I tell everybody right away, I'm a mother of five and a grandmother of like so many, which is, I believe it's seven now. And they're well, all like, stop oh, it, stop. <laughs> I hate it. Send me your pills, whatever vitamin you take, <laughs> send it down this way. I, that's why when I was on the date, I was like, I was very honest because number one, I did, I do have five children. Number oh two, I am a grandmother. If you're okay with those things, we're good. If you're not, adios. Adios. Oh my God, you you are such a New Yorker. You sound <laughs> just like my Aunt Barbara. It's disgusting. But I just got to tell you, next time, we got to get the kids on the show. Yes. They need, uh, mm, uh, my son got so much things to say. He's looking at me like, 
Mom, really? You're talking <laughs> like this? But anything uh, we could do. And hey, have your audience contact me. I'll be happy. Listen, I do this nine to five, meaning that ask me a question. I just want everybody to treat everybody with respect because we all have the same basic background, you know? Right. Whatever you would do to make your mom proud, that's what we we represent. And you're not a, a grandmother, you're a grandmother. Oh my you God, know. Joelle, thank you so much. That's so, um, so kind of you. So I got okay. one last question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, okay, everybody. There's a lot of things that women can do to en- enhance their look, whether it be extensions, mm-hmm. makeup, mm-hmm. eyelash extensions, injections, or filler. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it okay when women post their pictures to just leave it at that? Do they have to tell everybody? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 My grandmother told me and my mom, you never told uh, if you wear a girdle. doesn't matter. Listen, it doesn't matter. Whatever makes you happy, that's what you do. No. Meet me in person. That's all. <laughs> you we know what? We all need help. Men and women and kids today, we all need help. That's all. Is it socially acceptable to for a lady to tell her real age? No. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> let me tell you, I got a good one and we're going to say this. Okay. I'm like a game game show. You know, meaning that if this is right, you're coming down. No. It doesn't matter. Certain, just, just live for today. Live for the moment. Don't think about anything. Live for today. Live for the exact moment because tomorrow's not promised. And if tomorrow's not promised, just whatever you are doing, enjoy the present. Enjoy the present, enjoy the moment, and then relax, breathe, and and tomorrow's not promised. Act like tomorrow will never be there. I'm not saying, you know, crash your car, but act like tomorrow is not promised. And if you act in the act of now, you would understand. Absolutely. Now, Joelle, you have a book coming out. Yeah. So I'm so happy. No, that's great. I, I am so happy for you. So let's talk about the book a little bit and what inspired you to even write the book. Yeah. Basically, the, uh, the book is teaching uh, toddlers. Um, my girlfriend, Cheryl Parkinson, she's an educator, and my background is hospitality. We decided to join together to say, hey, we need to go back to basic teaching etiquette from the home and etiquette start with table matters and that's it it's it's nothing crazy it's just saying that let's start and take ownership of starting basic etiquette from the home there's arithmetic there's science there's everything else and there's not too much glamorous grandmothers like you <laughs> oh my goodness your kid thank you but we just wanted to just bring it back to basic and start teaching toddlers and you know, I could say K to fourth grade listen we have to learn how to eat with a fork and knife and spoon and that's it it's simple just basically bring it everything back to humanity we have to teach each other etiquette and 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 manners it's simple absolutely now before we close we talked about your book now where can they find the book when will it be released okay well this is the thing uh our company is etiquette diva and 
we're actually didn't set up the website yet but you could join us for etiquette and manners that's still in style that's our facebook page that actually been around for 12 years wow yeah, yeah 12 years yeah but again um i will send you the up-to-date information when we get it but i just wanted to share with you is again it's not a money um venture is basically giving back to society what we were happy and we had great parents and grandparents in instilling us and we just wanted to give back so when we get all the information we'll be posting it but again just believe in etiquette and manners because you're showing somebody that you care about them I couldn't agree with you more with that. Absolutely. Because when people say inconsiderate, it's the total opposite of being considerate. Considerate. We care. We we care. And one of the things I could say is that we did this project to show the world that, hey, you got to bring it back to basic. It's not to start from the home. Once we start from the home and then we could leash it onto the world. But I love I love your show. That's why I did it. <laughs> I love your show, Glamma. You're giving me hope that to say. Oh my I'm goodness! I'm my true love, and uh, I hope it's not one of my ex boyfriends because it's not gonna work. <laughs> But uh, girl, you give me so much hope and inspiration. I I I am so glad because online dating or any type of dating is very very difficult. It sucks that I've been doing it for 15 years and it sucks. I thought I I met somebody. No, it sucks. Oh my, oh my god. god. So what do you think of the men who say I love you way too early or they want to get married way too uh, early? Well, I I haven't met any if it was an African scammer or a Russian scammer. I have not met that yet. But But guess what? I am available and single to be mingled. <laughs> <laughs> no. Girl, get me a husband. I want to get married. Listen, marriage is a good thing when you find uh, you know, somebody you could gel with. Just, right. you know, but I again, I believe in marriage and you, do what makes you happy. But by the way, I could say I am looking for a husband <laughs> who's nice, who believes in Tiffany Cartier. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I am the Haitian princess. I am from Haiti. But, oh, you know. okay. Oh But, my goodness. I'm sorry. I had I had to plug it in there. That's yeah. okay. Plug okay. away. And so, I live in Pennsylvania, and I listen. Uh, I work in DC, but I live in Pennsylvania. But hey, you know, yeah, I, I will take interviewers. <laughs> Stop! Oh my goodness, that's so I funny. I love you too. It was so much great Girl, honor to have you on I the love show. You. <laughs> Anytime. Listen, whatever I could do, do what makes you happy, but be considerate for your mankind. And whatever you don't want someone to do to you, don't do to them, because life is short and tomorrow's not promised. Life is very, very short. I want to thank everybody because I know once this gets done, I think everybody would really like to learn about this because a lot of people don't know the social etiquette on so many levels, on yes. so many levels. But I want to thank you, Joelle. For coming on, I mean, I really admire your group. I love it because if it's something that I feel like an answer to, because in high school we took a home economics and finishing. Oh, it. It's called finishing prep, which yep. taught us about table manners, politics, weather, and um, I think oh the banking institution. So we knew what we were talking about without treading on the man's type of thing. Which right, I and guess... also being nice. Right, being nice—it's so important to be nice and to be considerate. So, cheers. <laughs>
thank you, Joelle, taking the Love time you. to come on to be a guest. Of course, we really enjoyed you. Um, I know I did. So I am so happy. So thank you again for doing what you did, things that you do. And we were certainly sent out this podcast to everybody on social media. And also, I'm going to send you whoever you want to pick. I have a wonderful gift from Tiffany's, from Etika Divas, for myself and Cheryl, mm-hmm. uh, in honoring of our book that you pick. You pick whoever you want. <laughs> I have something, something from Tiffany's that I will send to you. You're going to get one and you, whatever guest you pick. But thank you. And okay, glamma, <laughs> call it a day. So glad. Thank you again, Joelle. I really am I saying your name correctly? Like Noel, Joelle. Yeah. Christmas. Joelle. Okay. Yes, thank yes. you so much for taking the time to be a guest. And we certainly appreciate it. So from now on, if people don't understand or don't know, now you know. Now you know. I love it. Girl. <laughs> You know, you, you are cool, Grandma. Uh, <laughs> big and small. I love it. Yeah, love now you, you know. There's there. no way reason if to be know, racial. Know. There's no kicking out a group because of their background. There's no need for that. Let's. I love it. I know. Let's embrace I love it. everybody. Everybody. <laughs> don't know, now you know. Love you. <laughs> Thank love you, Joelle. Girl. Thank you so much. Again, if Joelle, if they have questions about etiquette, how can they get a hold of you? You could okay, I'm old fashioned. Ask Joelle at um, AOL.com. But better yet, we have a group on Facebook. Um, just join mm-hmm. Etiquette and Matters is still in style. Come on. I want to hit 25,000 people. Come on. We have to, um, first of all, we got a, this is a great podcast. <laughs> Whatever you need, let me know. I and definitely you guys will. need a place, listen, you need to come and hang over. Um, Pennsylvania, you know, got two acres with horses. I got to talk to you. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joelle. We certainly appreciate it. Good night. Have a great night and keep doing what you're doing. Um, As soon as this gets edited, I will send you a copy, but we certainly appraise your input and your advice and how we can go forward. We can go forward and I will take this podcast and share it uh, all over the world. Thank you, Joelle. You have a great night. Okay, love you too. Love Good you. Luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, just a quick thank you for listening to this podcast. Her Community 2 is for every community. Her Community 2 is proudly sponsored by my friends at Lake Insurance. Give them a call at 1-855-LAKEINS today or visit them at lakeins.net for insurance savings that will totally blow you away. I'm even a client and I actually save quite a bit of money. And one more thing, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and rate us. As always, take care, peace and love.